This is the Jay Che Show, brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Let's begin. All right, Jay Chase Show, episode 48 with Greg and John Scott of Scott Orthodontics. Welcome, gentlemen. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. coming on. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks having for having us. us. Yeah, so um, I have a confession to make. My daughter does not like going to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> and she gives some people trouble. Every time she goes into the office or, or, or dentist's office, and I'm sure you guys get that from time to time, yeah. where you got kids that are perhaps even adults that are so apprehensive yeah. about going to the. I don't know what it is. What well, is I gotta it? What tell is it you, about I that? gotta tell you that I don't like going to the dentist either. Yeah, that's why we became <laughs> orthodontists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I made a faux pas then. I made a faux pas because there's a there's a huge distinction between. Going to a dentist and going to to an orthodontist. Well, just in right? that we we do different things, different procedures, different. Yeah, it's a different different experience. Yeah, than a general dentist. General dentist, got it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well, you guys are more more used to, uh, and and I'm making you know broad strokes here, but like giving braces to people, uh, alignment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And. We, we, cosmetic else? and function, lining up teeth, braces, Invisalign. Well, it's less invasive in a lot of ways, you know, uh, than having a filling done or, you know, uh-huh. keeping okay. it clean. All right, all right. But yeah, we're we're dentists, so yes. Sure. <laughs> dentists <laughs> first. Dentists first. Because yeah. yeah, because you know my daughter who's who's now eight, I mean her first foray into visiting a dentist's office or 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 any doctor's office for that matter. She was so anxiety ridden mm-hmm. and just hated it. Yeah. Hated it. She's getting better now. I hope I, so. You know, I on the other hand, I never really minded it at all. Right? You know, you just lay back. Yeah. Keep your mouth open. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They do the work for you. You relax. <laughs> I, and for me, it's it. You know, I I, I kind of find it find it oddly relaxing. I'm strange that way. That is strange. Right? Uh, <laughs> like for instance, it's like it's oddly like like uh, things that would normally. Uh, give anxiety to people. Yeah, I don't get yeah. it. I, I don't have it. I like, for instance, you know, go into the gun range. Mm-hmm. Right, loud banging noises doesn't bother. You. I'm, does not bother me. I'm actually there's a there's a moment of clarity in 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 what would could potentially be um, perceived as as chaos mm-hmm. that I just I zen out. If you want to call it that. Well, I mean, that's probably a lot to do with your training, too. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. I, I don't know. Or just maybe it's just the word, how I'm wired, mm-hmm. I guess. All right. Um, but anyway, but getting getting back to your guys' practice, uh, I was, and I'm not blowing smoke, I was supremely impressed how well run everything appears to be Whoa. and how serene the environment is and how cool the, the staff are. Thank you, you guys run a place where it's just like wow, it's kind of like walking into a resort versus versus going into like a you know like a medical facility well, type th- thing. Thank, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah, thanks for saying that. Yeah, we like to hear that. Yeah, um, and then you know you guys you guys got the where, where people sit down and they look out 
into well your 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 outdoor space, but you got like a pond mm-hmm. going on back there with like a bunch of things for people to look at. And I'm like, yeah, this is really... that's kind of evolved into a, the, what it is. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and it's fun. We I love it myself and being you know able to look out there. Right. Yeah. So how long good. have you how long have you guys been doing it? Uh, in that office, or well, I've been in general practicing for thirty two years, I think. Okay. Uh, All so right. All right. Started out on Edgewood Drive, and then moved to this other office that we're in now. Mm-hmm. Probably about twenty years ago, I think. Twenty years right. ago. Twenty okay. years ago. Yeah. All right. Can't believe it. Okay. And I'm coming into my second year of practice. <laughs> I finished my residency in August of last year. Okay. And so. Uh, Coming into the second year of it now. Father and son duo. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Is it? Love it. I, I, well, it is for me. Is it okay for you? It's, it's good for me, I too. I think it's working for both of us. <laughs> I, I had a lot of anxiety beforehand. I don't know did if you? you did. Yeah, uh, you know, no, you come in and not sure what to expect, but it's been... Well, it's worked out really well. Yeah, I, I love mean, it. Yeah, and we haven't had any conflict i don't think at all yet not yet i say yet yeah. right no because i know how family businesses go yeah, it yeah. Can i've be tricky. seen i've seen the the the, the spectrum mm-hmm. of how it impacts the relationship yeah i've right? seen other dental offices or, or that i've seen that fail before yeah the family thing right because it's just but family and we're lucky and i think we're real lucky that it's working out so well right i think we have a lot of the same philosophies yeah and I, that helps mm-hmm. you know if we were button heads about you know because there's a lot of ways in dentistry and orthodontics too to take care of patients and if if we didn't mesh in what we believe and what we want to achieve for the patient and for the practice that would be yeah, a that would be hard. That and would be hard. Thank goodness, uh, you know, John's and uh, had excellent training at University of Texas in Houston. UT. They did a great job training him. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. uh, he came into this uh, knowing a lot uh, already, so that was helpful. Right. Right. Know? Okay. And, right. and we, you know, we both keep learning. I'm still learning, and he's, you know, he's adapt. We're adapting together, and we, we, but we do have similar philosophies. I think about treatment. Got it. Yeah. Well, the, tell me in, in, of course you can, you don't have to go into uh, super detail, but, but what your guys philosophy is on treating patients, you know, let's say a new patient comes in, they're not quite sure what they need. And, you know, I mean, and I'll know, and you'll know here soon when I bring my daughter in because <laughs> she needs to get braces, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't even know if you guys take them that, that young really, but, um, but uh, yeah, so so walk us through like it. You know, a, a patient comes in, they need work done. What, well, what do you, what do so you guys yeah, think? it depends on on what they what they need, of course, and what their age is. Um, we're pretty conservative about doing early treatment. There are a lot of offices that have a philosophy of of doing things early, and it's actually been kind of borne out by some uh, science uh, that that doing sometimes early treatment isn't isn't beneficial is not beneficial it can be not beneficial although there are times when it's necessary right so um but we're conservative about doing things too early in other words uh, an early treatment phase and then a second phase later when all the teeth come in right where whereas we try to do it in one phase later if we can you know just so the patient doesn't get burned out and keep the costs down and everything but right so the philosophy is to wait until they're ready until we need to do things but yet to intervene 
at the appropriate time. Right. Like in an eight-year-old, sometimes you need to do some things early. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, we try to wait if we can. Got and it. Then okay. Otherwise, our philosophy is to just to provide uh, the best result that we can provide cosmetically and functionally and in a pleasant environment and uh, give people a good experience. Excellent. John, you want to chime in? You know, one of the biggest things I think is is educating the patient and and giving them an unbiased opinion of what we see, Mm -hmm. what the effects of what we see could be. And why we treat it and how we treat it. So that way they can make an informed decision um, as to, you know, is this worth it for me? Right. Is this something I need? Do I need it? Because mm-hmm. not everybody needs orthodontics. Right. Because you, you hear stories of, you know, and I'm not going to name names, but like of, of X, uh, you know, office X, you know, patient comes in. And, and the doctor there says, you know, hey, we need to do all of this work. And they give them a laundry list. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, the patients kind of like sit on it, think about it, and then go get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. And then the other doc is like, no, you don't need all that work done. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, who did you go to? <laughs> you know, yeah. that, that's that sort of thing. And of course, I'm not going to name names. But well, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that happens in all professions and all uh, industries. But yeah, that's unfortunate sometimes too. Mm-hmm. That, we see that yeah although then there's a true honest difference of opinion sometimes there right you know right. Of that. but yeah uh, we try to give the patient what they want and let them know what we think they might benefit from got it you know because somebody might come in with one concern but because and and they don't know about other uh, issues they might have until we try to educate them and got explain it. everything okay okay the uh, Facebook and social media in conjunction with the internet a lot of misinformation or a lot of information that people really aren't educated enough to digest flies dr out google there. dr google <laughs> webmd yeah. right um you know for a, a while back i was i was seeing about how dental amalgams as it was described i don't even know mm. what an amalgam is right. uh, there are fillings, uh, mercury, uh, uh, you know, chemicals that they embed into your teeth will leak into your uh, into your body and and cause cancer mm-hmm. or some some strange disease. Uh, you know, but you, I'm sure you guys kind of get apprehension from time to time from patients when they hear or they've seen or read something right. in in that regard. You know, right. which kind of like ramps up the anxiety even further. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you What do you guys say to to whenever a patient or somebody you know g- g- spills out kind of this information they kind of halfway heard yeah. through sources that may not exactly be <laughs> reliable? Right, not credible, right. credible. But you know, there's often a lot of sources, or they're saying it with such passion, or it's such mm-hmm. a great website, and so it's right. convincing. You know, the amalgam thing is kind of just the tip of the iceberg because you hear about that and you worry, oh, is this mercury in my body? <clears throat> but it's very inert. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of, you know, you trade amalgam for most resin composites, the tooth color fillings, mm-hmm. and those have BPA in them. So it's kind of like pick your poison. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as in orthodontics, it's the biggest challenges we have 
now are you know talking about you know the the joints the jaw joint the tmj mm-hmm. or maybe talking about airway being concerned and, and cognizant of airway changes and what possible orthodontic interventions can influence there i didn't know that um well it's, is this that is this also in regards to like sleep as sleep, well sleep sleep apnea airway mm-hmm. issues so you guys can can a, can have solutions for that work or, or address it we anyway. can if there's a problem, but that's it's right now. Airway is kind of a big focus point of a lot of people. A lot of um, people are kind of over focused on it sometimes, okay. although it's important certainly. Right. But there there has to be science, and even in like the amalgam fillings, there's no science that that has proven anything negative about having those silver mm-hmm. fillings. Uh, and then, uh, you know, so we try to, we try to listen to, we, we listen to the science mm-hmm. and you hear these rumors that are out, uh, there are these things on the internet that have no science behind them to back them up. Yes. So you really have to have a, a foundation of science behind mm-hmm. Got it. Got what it. we're doing. So we use that, that foundation. There's, I mean, there are tons of studies and scales like for Epworth, uh, like the Epworth sleepiness scale is something we incorporate into our practice because in, in part of our exam, we screen the airway. We want to make sure these children, even these adults, don't have airway issues mm-hmm. that need further investigation. And so that investigation starts with, you know, have you seen an ENT? Have you talked to your primary care doctor about this? Mm-hmm. And you'd be surprised that, you know, one thing, kids shouldn't snore. Young mm-hmm. children, they shouldn't snore. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, you know, sometimes it's seasonal. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's issues with that. And so if we see a child that snores, have them evaluated. Right. Have them see the NT. See the okay, I'm going to use, let's, let's, let's talk about, well, me. Okay. So, <laughs> so, okay, I know for a fact that I snore because my wife tells me that I snore. Mm-hmm. And, and some days I snore, I mean, really heavy. And I know that I grind my teeth, mm-hmm. right? I, I'm sure that can definitely attribute to restless sleep, right, mm-hmm. right. Sure. So, so you know, and of course, I'm going to schedule an appointment with you guys after. <laughs> I'll call the office to, to schedule one so I can go <laughs> and get. And I'm sure I need like a, a mouth guard uh-huh. or perhaps uh, one of those. I, I guess there's like a, contra- a contraption that you to open to, your airway, open the airway. Yeah. Like I guess, press the tongue down, keep the tongue down, mm-hmm. uh, and keep it from from doing keep the that. tongue forward. And okay, the airway, right, right. So, how do you guys, you know, go go about saying, hey, you know, I, or you know, client walks in and says, hey. Man, I don't think I'm sleeping very good because I'm, I'm grinding my teeth and I wake up and the hinges of my jaw are mm-hmm. like sore mm-hmm. or aching. And, you know, my wife tells me I'm grinding it up and snoring, you yeah. know, the bejesus out of the uh, into the night. Mm-hmm. You know? So we'd start with a thorough e- exam and evaluation and, mm-hmm. and ask you questions about that. And, and we would evaluate your those problems. Um, and then it. You know, we might recommend treatment depending on what the symptoms are. If, if it's an airway problem, then we, you know, I've, I have actually been involved in making those types of appliances for probably 30 years. Okay. And I have patients that have been wearing those uh, airway appliances for a long time. Right. And, um, and, and with they success. can be really beneficial with a great success, yeah. Okay. And so, uh, we, we might consider something like that if you're snoring and we can improve your airway mm-hmm. uh, while you're sleeping. And there is a relationship, a bit of a relationship between uh, airway 
and and bruxism grinding your teeth yeah uh, there's there's a relationship there got it got it because or, the theory is that your your sleep is just disrupted and so you clench yes you know, brooks as you're as you're coming out of that restful stage into that yeah, disrupted usually stage. during certain sleep stages mm-hmm. yeah. right. right and it usually includes a referral to an ear nose and throat doctor right. too or a physician that can authorize a sleep study to really truly... That's what I was going to get, mm-hmm. get to, yeah. is like, which comes first? Sleep study come first, then the doctor's visit to you guys? Or, or you know, it's kind of vice versa. Probably a visit with us and an evaluation um, with either us or an ear, nose, and throat physician. But, uh, but then a, a sleep study could be helpful, depending on the extent of the problem. Got it. Yeah, got I, it. I wouldn't be surprised if most sleep issues mm-hmm. are discovered first at the dentist's office right. the orth- orthodontist office the, mm-hmm. you know at, at that at those dental professionals offices where they're asking these questions where they're paying attention to this because a, lo- a lot of the times you know when i go to my physician i don't i don't get asked about sleep very often no no um, but so it's probably the the awareness of the issue occurs in right. the field of dentistry got and a referral to because what was a, a simple examination on your part mm-hmm. where you where you look inside the mouth and see the teeth and then how, how it's how it's kind of sh- or shaped if you will it gives you indicators of whether or not someone's doing x y or z yeah. you can see the wear facets where your teeth have been grinding together over the years and they have little little areas that just fit together mm, like divots kind divots. of yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay all right fair enough so who looks at your guys' teeth? <laughs> who, who, right, right, because you're you're dentists, yeah. yeah, right. And you know, and, and I I bring this up because a kid and and my and one of my classes brought up an excellent question. He goes, "Well, Master Jay, you teach us, but who teaches you?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "That's very good." Yeah. Well, I mean, and of course, I I can't remember the exact answer I gave. I had something to the extent of, "Well, I'm always learning." Mm-hmm. from exactly. everywhere and everything and everyone so uh-huh. but 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 back to you guys you know who do you guys go see or, well, or are you guys examining I, each other's I have teeth a, at the I, have my, I have my own personal dentist we both have dentists that we uh-huh. see okay and uh you know, we might if we had an issue we might ask each other to look at at it but we right. have our dentists and uh you know keep try to keep regular visits with them so, uh-huh uh-huh yeah how fanatical are you guys about dental hygiene inside the household? Pretty fanatical. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because this is what you do. I don't so ask. Like... I don't ask Robert to brush. It may sound like I'm asking Robert and Ellen to brush, but it's right. it's they're going to go brush their teeth. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Are they using electric toothbrushes? Yeah, they are. They are. Okay. And you know, I think a, a lot of kids should use electric toothbrushes, and they don't have to be the fanciest, best ones out there. Yeah, you I can just get an in expensive yeah, Publix the other day had these two for five dollars mickey mouse toothbrushes so hmm. robert and ellen both are using mini mouse toothbrushes okay yeah, but at, at, right. that, at that young age you know the dexterity is not always the greatest so yeah. it yeah. can help to have an electric brush right right yeah. okay all right fair enough mm-hmm. uh let's step away from dentistry okay okay and let's start diving into you guys as people okay uh greg i'm gonna start with you okay what do you do on your off time? Ah, okay. Well, I because uh, you can only be in the office so much. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love to travel, and uh, I actually am a pilot. John's a pilot. Too. No kidding. Both and of so, you guys? Yeah. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. So I do like to fly uh, when I when I can. Okay. Um, 
I play guitar. I like to play guitar, so that'll that's something I spend time with. All right, me. okay. Um, and uh, what yeah. are you doing for exercise? Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> doctor, I doctor, do. what are you doing I, for exercise? <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking about slacking. this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, as you can see from my physique right now, <laughs> I've been putting on a few pounds. I'm gonna. Which you're I'm not. You're not in, in bad shape. Not too bad, no. But I do need to exercise more. We all. Uh, well, I shouldn't say we all do, but well, now we all do. We, we, we all need do. to, and some of us actually do. Right. But I haven't been very good about that lately. I'm getting. I'm trying to at least get into back into walking. I have a, a stationary bike, and a, I try to walk and use the right. bike. But right. Yeah, I don't go to the gym. I'm not a gym guy. No? Just, uh, no, no, no. She like a personal trainer or something. Yeah, I, mean, I should. I should. I should. I should. I should do. You know, maybe she do karate. Go do yoga. Come on. Down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. I've thought about that. Hey, why not? It's why a not? great program yeah. you have there. Thank you. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of core work, and it's like uh, they talk about um, they or, or, or you know experts and people uh, that are in the field uh, of, of fitness. They talk about uh, muscle confusion. Uh-huh. I certainly bring that to, to, the, <laughs> well, I love, to the studio. Yeah. I, I've been there several times, as you know, to watch my grandkids, my well, my grandson Robert, yeah. in your class, and I'm so impressed. Thank you. I think it's I think it's the greatest thing for kids that age uh, in any age yeah. to do that. The discipline, the exercise, everything is it's amazing. Um, I I I I think it's something everybody should do at a young age. Well, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's a lot of fun. And you make it people. fun. You Thank make you. it a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah, Thank it's you. good. He loves it. All right. Okay. So, John, what about you? What's what's off time? Off time is always family time, or yeah. or you know. Yard maintenance time. <laughs> <laughs> the honey-do list. The honey-do list. I, I, I keep, my wife keeps a running honey-do list for me, but uh-huh. we've been, you know, we've been doing a little bit of camping. Mm-hmm. We've not successfully. Mm. We took, we, <laughs> Ellen's two. And so she's not, doesn't have it figured out yet. Yeah. And so she thinks, okay, we're done playing. Let's go home. And so she ends up, we ended up sleeping in the car with her, but, uh, <laughs> We're not going to take her camping for a few more years, but Robert right. loves it. So we go camping. I've got a little John boat that we've kind of been putting together uh-huh. and we'll go ride in the boat actually out in the lake and, uh, Lake Hollinsworth and they'll swim and play out there. And okay. It's fun. So all it's right. all, it's family time and, and honey do time. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, exercise. What are you doing? Well, I had been a member of the Y. I am a member of the Y, but not an active member. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I like the Y. I like to get there. I get, I go, I go early when I go. But um, it's just a matter of getting in and doing it. Yeah, it yeah, that's the trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, you mentioned uh, flight uh-huh. and 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 being pilots. Yeah. Once uh, John or uh, Greg, what's the the longest trip that you've taken as a pilot? Oh, uh, as a pilot? Well, the plane I have uh, half I have half ownership in a little Piper Cub, which is just a little two-seat slow plane that you don't go real far in. Okay. Um, you know, it's meant to, it's kind of like having a little motorcycle and, and going for What's short your... trips. Central Florida, I cover Central Florida. Okay. Um, but in, in the past, I've had, uh, I've, I've flown a lot of other planes, and I don't know. I Well, I've flown from Michigan to Florida. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, uh, that's probably the longest, Michigan okay. to Florida. But you don't back. fly straight through, do you? No, no. I mean, because uh, um, actually, we did. We I did fly straight through from Michigan to Florida. Dang. Yeah. This was many years ago. Okay, but um, 
Yeah, otherwise I, I just do short little hops around uh, Central right. Florida with this little cub. Because so- I've, I get, this, this is the vision that I have about having your pilot's license. Mm-hmm. I picture getting out of Linder and going straight for Key West. Yeah, <laughs> every <Yeah>. time. Or <laughs> <laughs> the Bahamas. somewhere in Key West or the Bahamas or something. Yeah. I have flown hanging out with West. Jimmy Buffett. I've flown That's to right. Key West in my plane. And um, I have flown to the Bahamas, but not in this plane. But yeah, okay. those are fun, fun little trips, yeah. All right, all yeah. right, okay. How about you, John? I haven't actually flown in a while it's been a couple yeah, of years he's been in school yeah he's been studying I've been training right. okay yeah. soon right. one day i'll get back out there but before the longest flight oh flew from uh gainesville to tallahassee once okay and it was a cloudy day and it actually uh we ended up having to wait there for quite a while hanging out in tallahassee and as a gator fan i <laughs> it took okay yeah, care yeah, of yeah. us but um we hung out there for a while and it was it was it's nice we had some Guthrie's about the best thing to come out of okay. Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Gator. I graduated from UF, so right. I totally get it. Yeah, um, you have to, you, you got to you have a little ribbing there. Right, yeah. right. Okay. Uh, there are uh, a certain set of questions that I ask all of my guests every, anytime, every time they're on, and this is this is one that I'll ask you, Greg, mm-hmm. first. Okay. Uh, and it's not a loaded question. Uh, as a matter of fact, you can. You're making me nervous. No, 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 no. You, you can <laughs> build up. You can, Sounds you like can, it's going to be. <laughs> you can take it any which okay. way you want. Right. There's no wrong answer to it. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you want? What do I want? What do you want? Hmm. Okay. And it doesn't. And it can be professional if you want it to be professional. It can be yeah. familial. Whatever you. Whatever it is. Well, I you know? I have a lot of what I want already. I'm a pretty lucky guy. Uh, I have everything I need, pretty much. I think you know. Um, Great relationships with great people, good sport groups, um, you know, and friends. Um, and I love my, prof- my profession. So, and yeah. I really enjoy work. Uh, what do I want? Um, I just want to continue to, um, you know, do what I'm doing. I, I enjoy what I'm doing and uh, continue to, to um, be with people I love mm-hmm. and. You know that's important. Okay, all yeah. right. Because you're still a young man. Uh, well, you're I still may not be man. as young as I, you think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you, I you are, young. I'm and, not and and most certainly in appearance. Yeah, thanks. Mind I'm yeah, yeah, I am. I got a ways to go yet. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, my dentist growing up here in town was Dr. Brzezowski. Oh, great guy. Yeah. And uh, I have fond memories mm-hmm. of Dr. Brzezowski. He's and a real character, very, a great good dentist. He's yeah, a good guy. And, uh, you know, I mean, I stuck with him through college. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, ever since, you know, being a little little one. And I, I don't, I don't, I believe he's retired now, but, um, yeah. But, you know, I still think of him from, from time to time because, mm-hmm. you, know, dri- you know, driving around Lakeland and what, whatnot. And he seemed to be a very satisfied person he's to very, me he i don't know very, yeah. didn't never never knew him personally but just every time i was there he was in the moment mm-hmm. super generous yeah super helpful at least to, to to me it seemed like no he like always he is with a, he loves his patients and he uh he loved the profession and, mm-hmm. and really truly enjoyed it and he still always the cool thing about him is even no matter how you know, as he got older he stayed on top of it he kept learning and uh kept on improving right in it. Yeah. Really good guy. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. John, what do you want, man? You know, the first thing I thought of was when you said that, 
was um, my kids. You know, I want them and my wife, I want them to be safe and happy and healthy and, and to keep that going. I don't want them to want. Mm. Um, I uh, And I think uh, sometimes, too, sometimes in a personal thing, I think I'd want to worry less. I kind of, I, wor- I tend to you, worry. You're a worrier. I'm a worrier. Hmm. And so I overanalyze things and, and, and that and maybe I would want to worry a little less. Worry but a little less. For my kids and wife to not want and my, and myself to yeah. not worry. You, you got a lovely family. Oh, thank the, you. The kids are absolutely adorable. Your wife is, is, is beautiful. You thank know, you. And, you know, you, you, you're not bad looking yourself. You make me blush. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Worry is a, that's a tough one. Yeah. Right to worry less. What would it take for you to worry less? Oh, well, I wouldn't want it if I didn't. If I knew what that answer was, well, you wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I feel like. Uh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. You were gonna say. I think that. Um, I think that I, th- I. I. I think too much about things. You mm. know, every every interaction I analyze and I say, okay, was that the right decision? you know, should I, could I do that differently? How could I do it differently? Mm-hmm. And it, you know, probably do too much of that. Okay. So overanalyzing. Overanalyzing and right. probably slowing that down. In high, and in, in hindsight. In hindsight. Maybe. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Dad, what would you say to that? I'd say that I hope he can successfully accomplish that for sure. I, you know, I don't want him to be a worrier. I know it's, um, uh, I may even have some of that. It might be partly genetic. Um, you know, I, I probably have unnecessary anxiety. I think a lot of people do. I don't know why. There are right. a lot of crazy things going on in the world. Sure. And, you know, you focus on unnecessarily stressful stuff and you mm-hmm. overanalyze things. And yeah, so we all need to relax. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure he'll learn how to do that. What's a, what is a moment in your day where you are at ease. Where is that? When is that for you guys? Because I can tell you what mine is. What's yours? The very, very end of the day. Mm -hmm. Classes are finished. I'm at home. Mm -hmm. Maybe I've had some dinner or a drink. And I'm just sitting in complete silence without the phone in my hand, Mm -hmm. just for a beat, just for a moment. And that therein lies some clarity. I find uh, that time for me is actually really early in the morning at the office when nobody else is there, and I'm very. It's you're the I, first one in. I often, uh, yeah, and it's a very quiet, peaceful time when I can get a lot of work done and think, you know, do things. Uh, I find that peaceful. And then after the end of the day with a glass of wine, that's not bad. That's, that's a good time. Either. That's a good time. That's right. Yeah, but the okay. quiet uh, early morning period where I have time to myself to, to get some things done and accomplish some there's less, do some thinking. There's less yeah. static in the air yeah. at that point. Yeah, that's yeah. a good time. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I don't know. I kind of like that, that build-up beforehand. I think when I find that space is probably like sitting down with that first patient and start in the morning with them. And, you know, greeting them, it's, you know, eight o'clock, they're in the chair, we're ready to do this, you know, let's get the day started, I get to be, you know, oftentimes that's maybe their, one of their first interactions of the Mm. morning, you know, they may have got in the car, you know, Mm -hmm. got dressed, got in the car, got to the office, said hi as they came in, but really if the first communication they might have had would be with, you know, with us. And so I don't know, I kind of like, it makes me feel good to, I look forward to that. Yeah. Really? That very first interaction of the day. Both of you guys are morning people. 
Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm a more of a morning person. I think. Huh. The thing you got to know about John in that respect is that uh, he likes to be busy. He likes to do stuff. He likes, you know, at his house, he likes to be working on things. He's he doesn't like to just sit around. Do you? Right. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's hard for me. It's hard for me to sit still. Hard for you to sit. How old are you right now, John? Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. All right. But he's always been that way. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always tinkering. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I asked this question, and this is actually a, one of the new, newer ones that I'll that I'll ask: is that where is your moment of peace during the course of a day and on on an everyday? Um, because we, our society has has built itself up to be connected, nonstop, mm-hmm. constantly, mm-hmm. and that in turn raises our anxiety levels yeah Yeah. that in turns puts us on an uh, on a level of alert where that was just not not existent but prior to the iphone Mm -hmm. you know prior to to to, to mobile mobile internet i worry about that with our kids and the desire to be seen um on you know social media and to participate and have these constant addictive interactions Mm -hmm. not only interpersonally but it takes that interpersonal uh, moment away in that it's not the same. And I worry, I think about our, you know, our children and how will they navigate this very public life that they essentially lead now with social Mm -hmm. media and all the its various forms and, and where will they find those moments? Mm, Got it. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a hard one. That's that's a hard one because there's no there's no stopping this this no. this deluge of technology. No, that's yeah. that's you know that that's supposed to aid us, mm-hmm. but at the same time we're sacrificing. It's going to change us for sure. It's going to change yeah. us, our society, and us, and personally, mm-hmm. and right. Yeah, everybody. Maybe one day on there'll be a pushback where people say, you know, enough's enough. And we all get cricket phones. I don't think. So. <laughs> get the burner, the burner flip phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I think there's a there's a point to be made to having like a national, uh, no electronics day. That would be great. Yeah. It should be. We should start that trend yeah, somehow. Let's do that. I'd like to do that. Where it's like, <laughs> where for one day, it's almost like uh, in religion where you have, uh, is that Lent? Mm-hmm. Where you have to, yeah. I, I'm not familiar with it, yeah. right? but uh, I, I'm thinking it may be called Lent where you have you to fast. sacrifice something. Or yeah. like uh, Catholics not eating meat on Fridays where they used to, used to do that anyway. I don't know. They did? Yeah. Yeah, Why? that was a big thing. Catholics didn't eat meat on Fridays. You didn't know that? No, oh, yeah. no, no. no. Yeah, that was a it was a, to give something up. Oh, to, you know, and that was that would be what they would do. Mm-hmm. I grew up Catholic. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah um, my wife did too. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I Ask her about it. I will. <laughs> but like to to give something up and to have a national no electronics day. Yeah, I've said it right here. Okay, here we, we go. We We're need to find a way for the city of Lakeland to enact. <laughs> You know that would put Lakeland further on the map. <laughs> podcast Lakeland, number fifty. Podcast number fifty. No, no electronics day. Right, yeah. right. Um, but then you wouldn't be able to listen to the podcast. Oh, so. that's a dilemma. <laughs> Damn it! Couldn't even day. record it. Right, right. Okay. Um, all right. Now you've you've told me. Well, well, you have everything you want, Greg. Well, I 
see there's more no i I... there's more okay (laughs) okay you know you you talk about planes right Mm -hmm. wouldn't you like a like a nice plane to Uh, be able to take all of us to the bahamas or something (laughs) 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 right yeah no no i'm i'm content with what what i have i don't really want a faster bigger plane no no um just maybe maybe someday a little different plane but not a not a big fast plane. Okay, I'm not into that. So yeah, because I'm into I am into the material. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> man, I am into the material. I get it. I am a capitalist through and through. Yeah, I, nothing I wrong. Love, with it. I love stuff. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm just saying right. I'm, I'm pretty content with where I'm at with right it. now. My at this point in my life. Got it. All yeah. right, John. What do you want, man? I know you talk. You gave me the heroic answer, and most people. That's what they start off with first is the heroic answer. And everyone's gotten that in the back pocket. But when I ask a man, what do you want? Oh, faster boat. The oh. little 12-foot aluminum John boat's great, and we get around <laughs> just fine. Right. <laughs> but I'd like to go a little, maybe like instead of 20 miles an hour, maybe 30, 40. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, a lot faster than that. <laughs> a lot faster boat. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I, I went on a boat for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but um, a, a friend of mine took us out on their pontoon boat. Mm-hmm. Never been on a pontoon before. I like those. It's right? like a, a cruising couch. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. You know, we went over to, um, uh, where is it? Anna Maria. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, all along that, that coast, along that beach, island hopping. That's fun. Right. Yeah. And, and that was fantastic. I was like, oh, I get it now. I get why people get these gigantic F-250s, F-350s, mm-hmm. right? So they can pull their boats. Yeah. They pull their boats and their campers so that on the weekends they have that, and that's the freedom right there. It the really is freedom, freedom, right? Boating's yeah. definitely fun. I it Because that, that's it's fun to get out on the water, to get away and kind of feel. And that's kind of what drew me to being a pilot <clears throat> is because you're in control, mm. and that is your you make the decisions. You have the, the you have the authority to manage that watercraft or that aircraft in a safe way. That you know, it's it's a great responsibility and it's and it's fun too. That freaks and me it, out. You just, <laughs> you just <laughs> freaks uh, me out. Of it's a good way to get away from everything else. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, because uh, you know, we hear the stories about small small aircraft, and that gives me pause mm. on 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 flying big commercial flights. I'm used to those. You know. I, I sleep just fine. You've been well conditioned, right? But yeah. now the small ones, like I don't know, why is the thing so small? I can't, you know, and, and like, I don't think I've, I, I can't think of a time where I was in a small craft flying a small craft. So I, I I'm not indoctrinated into that that realm. I'll have to take you, sometime. if you will. I'm getting so, so, <laughs> my palms are sweaty. Just think, just you said that, and my palms are like, they kind of got clammy, you know. But but then again, but hey, that's contradictory for me. What what I said about you know being in a condition where that's it's right. kind of like frenetic and finding peace and solace and mm-hmm. that. So so I I'm just gonna have to man up and <laughs> get on the we'll damn plane <laughs> after a scotch. Um, yeah, but uh, but anyway, um, thank you guys for coming on. Well, it's been great. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for yeah. having us. Thank, thanks fun. for uh, for uh, taking good care of my family. Well, you're welcome. Really pleasure. Appreciate thanks. that. And uh, and uh, any, how do people find you guys? Uh, well, they can go on the uh, internet, scottsmiles.com. Scottsmiles.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's probably the easiest way. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. Appreciate Thank you. it. Thank you for listening to the JJ Show. Brought to you by Karate Beyond Discipline. Focus.
confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Martial arts classes for men, women, and children. After school pickup, evening classes, and summer camp. Visit KarateBeyond.com.